We're at the end of Simon Tov Samach Aleph, the halachas of baking matzis. We're up to Sifhei, and that's what we're going to be doing. Im ofu chametz im matzah. If chametz and matzah were baked in the same oven simultaneously, lo nesra, elim ke naga b'chametz, the, the matzah will not become usur unless it actually touched the chametz. Uh, the reason being like this. This is a halacha that, that we covered before in the halachas of Taruvis chametz. Um, and that is that all year long there's a sugya, it's a few places in Shas, the sugya of, uh, of Reicha Milsa or Reicha Lav Milsa. And that is, if you have two things sitting in the oven at the same time, in a way that there's no steam going from one to the other, that there's no mamushes, there's no splashing of one, no splattering from one to the other, it's just simply because they're in the oven at the same time, um, we say that there's a, the, the, the fragrance of one goes to the other. Is Reicha Milsa, is Reicha Lav Milsa, is the fragrance of Isser something that can Asr the Heter? So that's a machlokus in, in, uh, in various stages, in, in two, there are two weaker sugyas and shas. Lamaisa, we paskin that lechatchilo, you don't do it, and bidiyevit, it's going to be mutter, with certain exceptions. Um, now one of the rules that we found was that legabi pesach, we are machmed at reichem milsa, but there's a condition that is, there's no shaila of reicha, of fragrance, asering, unless the iser is shomain, the iser is something that is fatty, or at least the heter is fatty, so that we would say that the fat, the fattiness of the uh, of the heter will get absorbed into the iser, which will then be able to send out its fragrant oils um, to the to the heter and aser it. So in Pesach we are we are machmer for that. In the case of chametz and matzah, since we're dealing with with a we're dealing with bread, which is basically flour and water, and uh, we're dealing with uh, with matzah, which is flour and water. Um, there would be no reason to suspect that there's any kind of reicha that's going to aser. It's only when we're dealing with something oily. Now, the case of the chametz and matzah that he's talking about, the pashtas would mean that someone was baking bread in the oven at the same time as as, uh, as baking matzah, which is a little far-fetched. But even if that would happen, the halachi is that the matzah would be mutter, as long as the chametz and matzah didn't touch. What is much more common is that you have a matzah that for one reason or another we, we are going to be machmer not to use, and there we'll have a question is, will it answer the other matzahs in the oven? Um, so let, let's, uh, let's move on, because the Ramah is going to give us examples of that. So the, the halach is that lo nesre the halachi is the derech tzli, it's not derech bishel, it's by way of baking, where there's no liquid that is transferring the taste. Even if the chametz and matzah did touch, the place that they touch would need natila. Natila is um, the thickness of an etzba, and that is, um, the, the, the roch of etzba here means the actually the width of your average thumb. The uh, the Mishnabur brings down that on Pesach itself, if this happened, they were baking matzahs and one of them turned out to be chametz, the Mishnabur brings down that there are machmirim who, who will say that a mashu travels through the entire piece and we will answer the entire matzah. Now we get to the Ramah because he's dealing with a much more common case. Hagar matzah shenichbala betaner udvuka atshein sholit shama esh. A matzah that got folded over in the oven in a way that the fire didn't get to bake the part that's inside the fold. This is a matzah kfula. Osrin osa tocha pesach. So if this happened on pesach itself, we aser the entire matzah. Avoshar matzah shebetan or mutarim, whereas the other matzahs in the oven are mutar. Vakodim pesach ein lesser rakmokim dibuka. 
Whereas before Pesach, one would only have to answer the actual place that got folded over, and the Mishnah adds, as well as a Kedai Natila, the width of a thumb around it as well. Now, um, Lamaisa, when it comes to a matzah kfula today, when you're dealing with the, the standard Ashkenazi matzahs, which are very thin, even a matzah that's kfula, that's doubled over in some place, um, it's still not very thick. And there's a real question here. Why are we so worried about a matzah kfula? The halach is that a matzah is allowed to be up until a tefach thick. Our matzahs are so thin. Uh, how could this be worse than a matzah that's a tefach, th- a tefach thick? The answer is very simple. The answer is that when they bake thick matzahs, they do not use the kind of, of, of uh, you not use the same kind of oven that we do for thin matzahs. When you bake thin matzahs, the, the heat in the oven is intense, and the matzah gets baked somewhere between 10 and 20 seconds. The matzah does not sit much longer in the oven. Um, as a result of that, it's great for baking these thin matzahs. It is not good for baking anything that's thicker than that, because what will happen is if the heat is so intense, the outside will burn before the inside gets baked. And if it's not as hot, then you'll have to leave the matzah in for a long time. So our matzahs, which are baked in ovens that are intense, where the heat is very intense, they're very, very hot, and the matzahs themselves sit in the oven for a short period of time, we are choshish that even a double matzah is not baked, meaning a matzah that's doubled over at some point, is not baked inside. Now, lahalacha. Um, although the minig is that even if you notice on the matzah that there's a fold in the dough, we do not use that part, we would not aser, and certainly not an etzba around it, unless the matzah actually folded over in a way that it was not rolled on, which means that, that uh, it folded over like on the way into the oven, or as they were radling it, they were making the holes in the matzah, in which case it wasn't pressed firmly against the rest of the matzah, the, the two parts of the dough were not pressed um, together very well, and as a result of it, there's reason to suspect that, that the inside of it remained not fully baked and therefore turned into chametz. In which case, we would, we would insist on taking a ke'etzpa around the matzah, around the, the, the kuffle part, and whether you find it on Pesach or, the, or you find it before Pesach, as long as this didn't happen on Pesach, which generally people aren't baking on Pesach, but if you are baking matzahs, then we would ask for the whole one, the whole matzah. But again, if you find a kuffle where it's just folded over a little bit and it was rolled together with the rest of the matzah, you can tell that it's double. There's a minig of not using that, but you don't have to take an etzpa around it. Whereas, when you're dealing with something that got folded later, it may be that it's not fully baked inside. We would aser an etzpa around it, and preferably you should really check your matzahs for this before Pesach. In fact, a baker is often employs someone who has a full-time job of just removing this, these things from the matzahs, because this is a kuffle with a real chashash chametz. Now, sometimes you get in the oven a matzah that actually folded over in a big way. Um, for example, as they were rolling it out, what happened was that, that uh, part of it got doubled over. It's a highly skilled job to roll the matzah out for it to fall flat and none of it to, to double over. If it did double over, the odds are that the inside of it over, over there are really, the inside is really raw, which is when taken out of the oven is going to be chametz gomer. So first the Mishtabura says not to use the regular marda that, uh, that shovel the stick with the, uh, the round little piece of metal at the end of it that they use for taking the, the, the the uh, very large spatula for taking the matzah out of the oven with, that in itself is going to be chametz from touching it. Um, so the Mishnaburah says that you should have preferably have a separate marda to take out kfulis with. And there are some bakeries that have it, and the baker has to really know how to, how to use it. 
um, to be able to quickly see that, that this is a matzah has to be taken out that way. Um, a simpler way of dealing with it, and the truth is, even if you take it out with another marder, where are you going to place it? Wherever you put it is going to become chametz, in which case, if you later put a hot matzah on that, that could make that matzah chametz. Um, so what do you do? Ideally, I would suggest that you just let it burn up in the oven. Um, if you just leave a matzah sitting in the oven, it's going to burst into flames. And that's really the easiest thing to do, and there's no problem of kashering either where the matzah sat, the marda, the place that you're going to put the matzah on after you take it out of the oven. Just let it burn up there altogether if he realizes that there's a serious kuffel which may not be baked inside. Um, now we go further. Um, and the Ramah says, Matzah nefucha be'emtsiyasa. So it is the minic to go and make holes in the matzah in order that the, the dough not start rising and blowing up. What happens if a matzah did swell up? So the Mishtaburah says that there are two ways that this can happen. Either that it gets a big air hole in the middle of the matzah, or the dough itself starts expanding. So asura, the entire matzah is asur. Um, unlike a kfula, a nefucha is a sign that the entire matzah is, is uh, maybe becoming chametz. So there the whole matzah is, is, uh, is going to be aser. Avalim ola olea krum keder ola Whereas if you see that this is well baked and it's, uh, it's getting dark, a muteres, the halachi is that it is mutter. Now Lamaisa, the Mishtabrura mentions uh, first of all, that even if it's one edge of the matzah that, that is swelling up, the entire matzah is asr. Um, but he goes further and, uh, and he says that you should not asr lemaisa bidi eved unless it has swelled up the width, the, the thickness of a hazelnut. Um, also, um, if, if what you do is you get little holes in the matzah, so the halach is that if it looks inside like it was fully baked, there's no problem. Whereas if it looks like it's got, um, it's got these little bubbles inside it that look like the beginning of the beginnings of chimuts, um, like these little white, it uh, looks like uh, little, uh, little white, um, little white bumps that you get inside it, then one would have to worry about it. Um, otherwise, like if it's straight and it looks well baked, it's not a problem. Um, now the the uh, the uh, the Ramah goes further now. Um, if one matzah is sitting on top of another matzah at the time of the baking, they're also they have a kamatzah kfula because it's like a double matzah, um, and we say that the inner the sides that are touching are not going to be baked well. Um, they shouldn't touch each other on the sides either. Meaning that when they sit in the oven, there should be space between the matzahs. Now, this could be problematic in a, in a machine matzah bakery. Sometimes the machines are not set properly, and you'll have matzahs overlapping. They're actually touching each other. The way it's supposed to work is that the conveyor belt is supposed to speed up a drop um, after the matzahs are cut um, in a way that uh, automatically, as the matzahs fall onto this next section of the conveyor belt, because it's moving a little more quickly, um, there's an automatic space that's formed between the matzahs. Uh, similarly, um, it, it, when the matzahs are, are cut, uh, if, if you get a few matzahs in a row, it's supposed to be done in a way that the matzahs actually separate. Otherwise, they can easily be touching one another. 
and uh, and that means they went into to the oven that way. Uh, if they come out, generally speaking, the sides of the ma, the edges of the matzahs in a machine matzah are a drop burnt, they're a much darker color. If for some reason it looks strangely light, one should be choshish that maybe there was a matzah sitting on top of it, and as a result of it, that part of it didn't get well baked, and we, one should remove an etzba around that white part, because we're afraid that that'll have a din of a kuffle. Um, in hand matzahs, they're careful not to put one matzah sitting on top of another, and if it did, then we wouldn't use those matzahs. Uh, once again, all you'd really need is an etzba around the place that, that they did touch. Um, there's a famous chumra of the base Halevi, that while a matzah is baking, you're not to pass a new, another matzah over that. Um, because as it's baking, he says that what's coming up is not yet baked, and that is considered chametz. Uh, it is one of those things that's known as a brisker chumrah. Um, everybody else is not choshish for it. What they do is they roll out the raw matzahs, and then they may have baked matzahs already behind them, and they'll take them out, passing over the matzah that, it, that is currently baking. Um, obviously, the mashmals here is it's only one matzah that's actually sitting on another matzah that's problematic, because it's not getting baked inside, but passing over another one is not at, uh, is not at all a, uh, a problem.